0: And hello to you wherever you are. Once again, you are listening to the Threes on Fire podcast along with Sidel Boyd. I am Irving Henderson. We are going to get right into Friday night's Major League Baseball scores. The Kansas City Royals and Chicago White Sox played a doubleheader yesterday. They split the games. Uh, Kansas City won game one by a final of 62. But in that game, the White Sox not only lost the game, they lost their first baseman Jose Abreu, who was injured in a collision with Royal third baseman, Hunter Dozier. The White Sox won the second game by a final of 3-1. to one. It was the Pittsburgh Pirates over the San Francisco Giants, 3-2 in 11 innings. The Giants scored one in the top of the 11th, but the Pirates got two in the bottom half. Gregory Polanco with the game-winning sacrifice fly, and the Pirates took that win. It was the New York Yankees over the Baltimore Orioles, 5-4. to four. Aaron Judge, two home runs for the Yankees last night. The Phillies over the Toronto Blue Jays, 5-1. to one. Reese Hoskins highlighted a five-run, seven-inning with a three-run double. And it was another good start by Vince Velasquez. Now, Phillies fans out there, if you're listening, I know, I know, Vince Velasquez is doing it to us again. He's showing those flashes of being a very good starting pitcher, but somewhere, somehow, like, he always runs into a wall and goes back to being horrible. But got to ride the wave with him. He doesn't get the win. It was a no decision. Uh, but the Phillies uh, beat the Blue Jays 5-1. to one. It was the Boston Red Sox over the Los Angeles Angels for the three, Hunter Renfro. Hunter Renfro and Bobby Dalbeck both had two home runs that were two run home runs for the Red Sox. It was the Cubs over the Tigers, to 2 The Tampa Bay Rays over the New York National League team, 3-2. Uh, the Rays ending New York's seven-game win streak, Brett Phillips with the walk-off RBI single in the bottom of the ninth. The Atlanta Braves 6 to Milwaukee Brewers, 3. It was the Oakland A's powerful win over the Minnesota Twins, hitting four home runs, winning by a final of 6-1. to one. It was the Houston Astros in the Battle of Texas over the Texas Rangers, 10 to four. The Colorado Rockies nine, the Cincinnati Reds six. The Washington Nationals putting up football scores, beating the Arizona Diamondbacks 17 to two. Now, the a couple of months ago, we talked about the guy who was the now former general manager of the Seattle Mariners spoke, uh, at this like Zoom meeting for a Rotary Club out there in Seattle, and he talked about how they were purposely holding back on rookies, calling them up so they could have more club control over these players. Well, yeah. one of those guys that they talked about being held back was Jared Kelnick. Jared Kelnick made his major league debut uh, Friday night. Uh, his first major league hit was a home run and he added two doubles as the Mariners beat the Indians 7-3, to this kid should have been up a lot sooner. I mean, not just just talent-wise, because apparently his first at-bat when he made it to double A, his first Uh hit was a home run. His first hit in double A was a home run. He comes up to the majors, his first hit, home run, Congratulations to this kid. Hopefully, this is the start of a prosperous career for him. Uh, it was the Dodgers with an eight-run second inning as they beat the Marlins 9-6. to six. And finally, it was the San Diego Padres 5, the St. Louis Cardinals 4. Uh, great news came down this week as Philadelphia made the move to increase venue attendance to 50% capacity. Uh, this comes just in time for the 76ers playoff run, which will start in about a week and a half. Uh, the Eagles have said that they expect 100% capacity by their home opener in September. Speaking of that, the Eagles home opener will be week two against the San Francisco 49ers. The NFL released their entire schedule for the 2021 season on Wednesday. Uh, as tradition, uh, the defending champion, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, will kick off the season on Thursday, September the 9th, against the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, the Eagles will open in Atlanta against the Falcons. Uh, here's a few notable games from the schedule. Uh, week one, Sam Darnold will face the Jets when they come <laughs> to Carolina. I know yeah. you are into that. That's a big revenge game. And I – listen – I think Darnold is gonna light those guys up. I hope uh, so. There, there will not be a Monday night football doubleheader this year. They are done with that tradition. I'm kinda I'm kinda okay with that. I gotta admit, I'm I'm kinda okay with that. Like, I mean, the the second game wasn't starting until like Ten thirty sometimes. I, I'm, I'm kind of okay with the league doing away with the Monday night football doubleheader. Um,
1: yeah, they, they need they if they're going to do that, they need to start it earlier. So, right. Well, for the first time in twelve years, and I can't believe that
0: that was the longest streak ever. But for the first time in twelve years, the Eagles and Cowboys, unless their Week eighteen uh, game is flexed, they will not play on Sunday night football this year. However, they will play in primetime on Monday night football in week three. Uh, Tom Brady goes up to New England in week four. That's going to be crazy. Tickets yes. right now for that game on the low end. On the low end are starting at $1,200 of peace. Woo. Yeah. Hey. Uh, now, hey. listen. Now, I saw, you know, a few years ago because they, they, you know who your team is playing in, you know, in years in advance. You just yeah. don't know. I saw that the Eagles were going to Vegas to play the Raiders, and I'm like, oh, this is great. You can knock off, you know, two birds with one stone. going on to yeah. Vegas and see the Eagles. Yeah, well, tickets for that Raiders-Eagles game are starting at well over $500 apiece. I think I'll watch that game on Fox. I don't think I need to be in Vegas for that. No. Um, listen, another game of interest to you in week nine, Cam Newton coming home, baby, to take on yeah. the Carolina That is going to be interesting. Uh, you can expect a lot of 28-3 to 3 memes and jokes to come up before the Patriots and Falcons game in week 11. Your Thanksgiving <laughs> game will be the Chicago Bears and Detroit Lions. Las Vegas Raiders and Dallas Cowboys and the Buffalo Bills and New Orleans Saints. There will be two Christmas games this year, uh, the Browns and Packers and the Colts and Cardinals. Uh, obviously, uh, you heard me say something about week 18. Well, there was yeah. an additional game added to the regular season schedule. So that means the regular season will end on January the 9th. And Super Bowl 56 will take place on February 13th in Los Angeles. At SoFi Stadium Unboxing news Although the exact date has yet To be announced Tyson Fury and Anthony Joshua are set to fight In August in Saudi Arabia Uh, It will be a heavyweight Unification title Fight between these two Um, I really wish they do it away With all these alphabet Championships Or at the very least Having these champions face off against each other. So there is one clearly defined champion. And speaking of one clearly defined champion, uh, last Saturday, Canelo Alvarez uh, won a pretty hard-fought battle over Billy Joe Saunders. Uh, he won by an eighth-round technical knockout. Uh, did you watch the fight?
1: No, I didn't. I I actually didn't watch it. I said I would, and I didn't. Man, I'm mad. Oh,
0: oh, listen, I did, and I got to tell you, I ended up having to watch it again uh, during the week because initially I had questioned the stoppage by Saunders' corner because he was there. May have been a scorecard or two that he was winning the fight on, but listen. Canelo hit Saunders with a brutal uppercut to the face. And you could see Saunders have an immediate reaction to it. Um, in fact, uh, Canelo broke Billy Joe Saunders' orbital bone, uh, and the corner stopped the fight. Like, you, his eye was almost swollen shut immediately. Yeah, immediate. yeah and, I uh, didn't know
1: that. I did catch that.
0: Right. <laughs> Well, he got to the corner. He was sitting down. The corner was asking him questions. I guess they were asking him, can you, can you fight? And he was shaking his head, no. And then they asked him again, and he shook his head, no. You know, the ref goes to the corner, and it was like, all right, that's it. So uh, Canelo now holds three of the four super middleweight titles. The fourth is held by Caleb Plant. Listen, Plant, Canelo, that fight needs to happen. Uh, make that fight. Uh, Now, Canelo, he wasn't as sharp as normal in this fight, but he was sharp enough that when he needed to land the big punch, he did. So congratulations to Canelo Alvarez on his fight. When, oh, by the way, one other tidbit from this fight, it was the largest uh, event in America to take place since the uh, pandemic. Since the pandemic, and, and it was also the largest fight attendance in America history. Period, point blank. Uh, they took over the uh rematch between Muhammad Ali and Leon Spinks back in 1970. Uh, finally, uh, the NHL playoffs begin on Saturday with two games the Vancouver Canucks and the Edmonton Oilers in the afternoon. And the night game will be between the Boston Bruins and Washington Capitals on NBC. Now, Sadell, listen, again, I told you we don't talk much hockey here on the show, but I will tell you this. When it comes to just the playoffs, the hockey playoffs are the most exciting playoff format in sports. Okay. Especially especially if you get a game that goes into overtime because it only takes – one bad puck bounce, and you lose. Right. So I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I am. I'm looking forward to it. It won't be a bubble format. Obviously, uh, the Canadian teams are going to play against each other. Um, I don't know yet if they've announced, uh, should a Canadian team make it to the uh, Stanley Cup finals, what the protocol is going to be since there isn't a bubble format and there's right. obviously uh, still a travel restriction between United States and Canada.
1: Yeah. You
0: know, I mentioned <laughs> that the Phillies played the Toronto Blue Jays, but this game took place down in Florida. Yeah, it did. So I, I, I can't wait. I'm looking forward to it. I will definitely be checking out at least a piece of the Bruins-Capitals game uh, later on Saturday. All right, well, listen here. Earlier, well, no, before the NBA season started, you and I sat back. We gave out our preseason awards and predictions on who we thought would win the major awards. Uh, yeah, some of those predictions did not turn out as expected, as we mentioned before. But with the regular season to a close, we are going to announce our – NBA awards for the season. So sit back and get ready for that. You are listening to the Threes on Fire podcast. All right, we're back with the Threes on Fire podcast now. uh to tell, I have to admit, I really have to admit something here. I am not a huge fan of a lot of the newer hip-hop music that comes out, I think most of it sounds the same. Like, everybody has almost the same kind of rhyming pattern. Yeah, You know, with that... like, Like, that really... Like, when I hear it, I turn it off. Because it doesn't sound original. Like, there's nobody who has an original sound that stands out much anymore. There are a few exceptions to the rule, but lately it just seems like people have started to ride, you know, that particular rhyming pattern and those particular kinds of beats. And it's like, I just can't do it. But, but the other day, a new release came out from J. Cole. It's called The Offseason. Now, yes. I tend to wait until hype dies down before I listen to new music. Because a lot of times, you know, people listen to stuff and they tell you, oh, this is great. And then you listen to it and be like, yeah, it was all right. <laughs> right.
1: Right. Right. Yeah. Listen. Listen, though.
0: This album, right now, if you're asking me what my favorite album of the year is right now, this is in um, contention to be my favorite album of the year.
1: Yeah. <laughs> hands down. It is.
0: Hands down. and And listen, I'm going to have to listen to it a couple of more times before I throw that C word out there. Like I think too often we hear something good, we hear something great, and right. – you know that you classic get... line gets there, you there go. and then it doesn't. Like a classic has to stand the test of time. It
1: has to hold a up, classic,
0: yeah. yeah. Listen, may be good in that moment, but if it can't go beyond that moment, it's not a classic.
1: Yeah, so it can
0: be have great review... for that era,
1: right? You said we're to we review feel. it. I say, yeah, we have to review that and go. You know revisit that at least by the end of the year first. If it don't last to the year, then, you know, it can't be. Right.
0: And then, unfortunately, you know, with the way that hip-hop works now, and I know J. Cole has lasting power, so I'm not talking about him individually. I'm just talking about yeah. the whole. The way hip-hop works now, like, the shelf life for things is very short. You could be the right. hottest, you could be the in the month of May. By July, they don't care about you anymore.
1: Exactly. I was <laughs> gonna say it changes with the seasons.
0: Right. Oh, I don't listen. <laughs> it changes
1: week to week. But it changes some, week to week. Listen, some of these dudes they sound so much alike. It's like I don't even know when the change happened. Because I thought it was I'd be like, it's the same dude. And they'd be like, then I hear that is no, that's not the same dude. That's little such and such. So me. Okay. Yo, it's crazy. We in the era of everybody somebody. <laughs> like, how I many little It's too many of them. It's too By many. When's some of these dudes gonna be grown men? <laughs> Listen,
0: man. You know what's gonna happen next. You keep saying it's all these Lil's next you're gonna have all these bigs coming out, yo. That's what's coming next. <laughs> <laughs> It's going to be big such-and-such, such, yo.
1: Big everybody. Big yo. Joe. Yep. Big Paul.
0: <laughs> yo, big baby bodega, man. I can't wait for that dude to drop. Yo, big baby bodega going to have a of music, I want to give a quick shout-out to my man, Chase Newton. Um, came through, actually spoke to him during the week. Uh, he's got some music on Spotify. When I talked about it uh, a couple weeks ago, I couldn't remember yeah. the name of his song. It song just got me on go. Now I tell him he knows I'm a big critic of his. That was one of them songs that sounded like you know that whole the wave, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. But
0: but he yeah. Listen to some tracks that he hasn't put out yet that don't sound like that, and I can't wait. Listen, I can't preview it here. And I have something set for him to record the intro to our show.
1: Uh-huh. Okay.
0: So it, 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 I'm, 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 I'm glad that he's in this lane where he's doing good music again. He's actually been doing music for a couple of years. In fact, I used to do music with him. He's trying to pull me back into it. You know, <laughs> he, he's trying to reel me back in, like, and – you know, I'm trying to avoid the temptation of it, but you know, I still got that skill in my back pocket. I might, I might pull that back out. Okay, but, uh, but listen, let's uh let's get into these NBA awards. And first of all, uh, we're only gonna discuss the six major awards: the Most Improved, the Rookie of the Year, Coach of the Year, uh, Defensive Player of the Year, the Sixth Man, and the MVP. Now, Sedell. You have it set to where you have a couple of players that you considered. So I'll let you discuss the players you considered. And when you're done, we will reveal who we have decided won each of these awards.
1: Okay. But, <clears throat> so we starting with the, uh, the most improved player and really only have uh, two candidates for this one. And that's okay. between... Julius Randle and Zion Williamson. And for me, I got Julius Randle as being the the number one. I got him set the window award. Okay, and so do I.
0: I have Julius Randle as the most improved player of the year. I think that not only has he elevated his game personally, but he has the Knicks in the playoffs. And I think that in and of itself, you know, is enough to warrant him winning this award. I don't think I don't think you and I had any inclination that the Knicks would even sniff making the playoffs this year.
1: Not at all. And, man, I didn't.
0: And, and we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Not only are they in the playoffs right now, but uh they are not. They're not on the uh the play in line. They're solidly in. So their spot is secured. So yeah, I think that uh yeah, you, have at
1: least a- be, yeah. you have to at least be in the six, right? Yeah. Yeah. One, yeah, they're one through
0: six automatically they are them they're in. They are not gonna be in that play in tournament. Uh it's possible they could, they could finish as high as fourth. So right. Again, I'll get into that when we get to our final uh, NBA segment. But, yeah, I don't think there's any doubt about it. Julius Randle is going to be the most improved player.
1: Okay. So our our next one is the uh, rookie of the year. And uh, you were saying earlier that uh, you kind of disagree. I had it between LaMelo Ball and Anthony Edwards, and I'm giving over to LaMelo Ball. All
0: right. I, I have it going to Anthony Edwards. And I have it going to Anthony Edwards because uh, LaMelo missed missed a handful of games. And while he was out, Anthony Edwards was shining. I wouldn't be surprised if the voters give it to uh,
1: LaMelo LaMelo
0: Ball. I wouldn't be surprised if that happens. But, uh, yeah, me personally, I I have it going to Anthony Edwards. And it's consistent. It's consistent with my pick from earlier in the year because I actually had Anthony Edwards as my pick to be rookie of the
1: year. I think I had Wiseman. I thought Wiseman was going to be the guy. But uh, he – I don't know if he had gotten hurt or he just felt kind of like into the doghouse where they – because he was starting at the beginning of the year and then they benched him. Well – I don't. It's, it's one of those things where he's on a veteran team, and they really are still trying to make the playoffs. So it's kind of like they, they they couldn't afford to go through his growing. So they was like, you know what, we gotta limit his role, at the very least. As if he didn't get hurt, because I don't rem- I don't remember him getting hurt. Got some, you know, nicked up a little bit here and there. No, that goes the
0: thing where I think it's where you know he was having. He was having the rookie growing pains, and it's just like, all right, you know what? We don't want to ruin this kid, so we'll, we'll yeah. we have to limit him. We have to limit him. Uh, the veteran players uh, came back, so his role
1: diminished. Diminished, yeah. So I mean, it's not a knock against him. It's no it's opportunity. opportunity.
0: You, know, you know, it happens when you have uh, when you have rookies on. Veteran teams like he got his opportunities early. He made the most of them, and you know he started to struggle and he fell back to the back of the pack, which which happens from time to time. Um, One thing I do want to say though, I could I could also see the voters uh, doing the punk ass thing and splitting
1: the award between
0: Edwards and Ball. No, I
1: could, no, 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 no. I could see, I could. There's there's. With ball though, his team is in the oh. play-in tournament. So,
0: yeah, yeah, there and is team,
1: that. And, and I mean, I don't, I don't think we had the Hornets on the radar either as a playoff team. No, we didn't. So, no, no, we sure did. And, and we know, and we know about them. Like we could man. probably pull, we could probably pull five dudes from the playground and beat them.
0: Listen, man. terrible wolves <laughs> are going to be banned for a few more years
1: to come man. I don't understand. Man. They got so much talent. Like they've been having so much I don't know. Hopefully Anthony Edwards can turn that what? Maybe they get some cohesion. But uh let's move on to uh the sixth man. uh I really I only got Jordan Clarkson as the sixth man.
0: Yeah, so do I. I have Jordan Clarkson as a 6 man. Yeah. Uh, I did give now here, here's the thing. I did give some light consideration to Matisse Steibel. Some light okay. consideration. Oh uh, I know that the uh I saw that the uh, the odds makers have Shake Milton, you know, okay. in their in their in their top five, but yeah. To me, if I was going to say that there was any guy off that Sixers roster right now that I would have put in that six-man category, it would have been Matisse Stuyves. And I know he's going to get some consideration for defensive player of the year. Right. Because this is a guy coming off the bench producing defensive numbers in line with starters.
1: Yeah, yeah. Boy's a problem. He's a dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think he has the uh the most shots on jumpers in the league. So he's like harassing yep. jump shooters and everything. You know, it's hard to get a it's hard to get a block on a jump shot, let alone get blocks without without them calling foul on you. <laughs> yeah, and I've seen
0: him get a couple of those where it looked like it looks like the man like, beat him to the spot to take the jumper, and he makes a recovery and just completely skies and blocks the shot.
1: Yeah, I, it's, it's,
0: I, I, I haven't seen anything like that in a while.
1: Yeah, I, I can't remember the last time I seen somebody that was able to do that like this many times in one season. You might get it like right. once, <laughs> yeah. but uh. Moving on to the coach of the year. Now, the coach of the year, I have three candidates. I have Doc Rivers, Quinn Snyder, and Monty Williams. Okay. So, uh, I got Monty Williams as the the top guy.
0: Yeah, and you know what? So do I. And I have him as the top guy because I think – I don't think there was much expected out of the Suns this year. And they are going to, you know, likely be the number two seed in the West. Yeah. This is another situation. I mean, I looked That's at what... it as okay, Chris Paul to the Suns. Yeah, they'll be around 500, whatever, whatever.
1: Yeah, maybe they, they squeak in. That's what I thought. I thought maybe they squeak in at the bottom. But for them to be I like.
0: They're the big stop this year to me. They the, they are the most surprising team this year.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Well, no, I don't know. Are 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 they more surprising than the Knicks? <laughs> yeah?
0: Yeah. Like even though yeah. we didn't necessarily expect the Knicks to be in the playoff hunt, the Suns are one of the best teams in the league.
1: That's true. Cuz I mean, they've so have been dominant. Yeah. So yeah, I I think I think I think this is going to
0: come down when when the votes come out. I think this is going to come down to Monty Williams and Quinn Snyder. I think yeah. Doc Rivers is going to like. I think the he's Sixers' going, potential was there, so I think yeah. they, like I know he's the one that maybe get them over the hump. Yeah. but I think it, it's a it's a two person race. It's between Monty Williams and Quinn Snyder. I almost almost wrote Quinn Snyder's name down on this page. I did. I came. <laughs> really close but then I thought about you know where the Suns were last year and where they are now and yeah. that was the deciding factor for me to right I
1: wouldn't and I wouldn't be surprised if some love like goes to Tom Thibodeau uh I don't I don't expect him to be anywhere near the, the top of it like I don't know how many you know how their candidate list runs does it run more like one through five or whatever? But uh, if it if it does right. go through like a if it does come down to like a top expect though, to get some love in there. Well, if uh, I'm not mistaken, if I'm not mistaken, um,
0: the vote will come in and they will announce the finals. They won't tell you who it was outright that won, but right. when they when they announce it to the public, I think it's the top three finalists for the award. And then when okay. the NBA has their, their award show at mm-hmm. uh, after the season, they'll announce who the ultimate winner will.
1: Okay. So yeah, I mean, all right, so even if it is a top three, I wouldn't be surprised to adopt for the third right. for the third slot. Right. I just wanted to mention I just wanted to mention that because you know, oh, like we were okay. saying, the Knicks. The Knicks had the culture.
0: <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Um where are we at now? Uh, defensive player of the year. All right. So my candidates for defensive player is Ben Simmons, Rudy uh-huh. Gobert, and uh-huh. Joel Embiid.
0: Okay. Well, the Sixers and, uh, have a two out of three chance of winning this one. <laughs>
1: yeah, I'm. I'm going with Ben. I'm going with Ben.
0: All right. So what I'm. All right. So this is another situation where uh we agree on a lot of these. And I have been Simmons as defensive player of the year as well.
1: My thing is, though, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they gave it to Gobert again. But, man, Ben has been – Nice, man.
0: And He's you been... know what? For as, for as much as, you know, Sixers fans, especially in the city, kill Ben for what he doesn't give on the offensive end, right he is, <laughs> he is down, hands down one of the top defenders in the league and uh, that is equally as important as scoring baskets when you're not allowing baskets
1: yeah i mean both both things are important like yeah. <laughs> so
0: all right quick 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 question uh do you know who the last Philadelphia 76ers defensive player of the year was?
1: As defensive player of the year. Yep. Uh okay, so Matumbo doesn't count, right? Yeah, he counts. It's the Kembe Matumbo. Okay. I was yep. wondering if he if he counted because you know he split time with both teams that year. No, he counted as a sixer.
0: That, that, that award counts as a six-month award. Oh, okay. Yep.
1: So, so Matumbo. Kembe
0: Matumbo, back uh, 20 years ago. So, 20, yeah. And, damn. and I and, I, and, I, and I, this is highly relevant now because we're getting into the big award, which is the MVP. And, Shadel, you've had your MVP tracker for the last month and a half or so. So, where are we right now? as far as your MVP tracker and who ultimately right now you are giving the MVP. All
1: right. So our top three candidates are Damian Lillard, Joel Embiid and Nikola Jokic. Wow. And uh, I'm going to have Nikola Jokic.
0: Yeah, I think unfortunately uh, it's going to go to Jokic. Um yes. Just I think has missed, missed. missed too many games. He's missed too yeah. many games. There's no denying there's no denying his impact when he's on the floor. But I will say this. I think whatever outside chance he had of winning the MVP went up in smoke with that effort that the entire team had against Miami on Thursday.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> I think I think chance on national television for Joel Embiid to you know solidify himself as the potential MVP of the league and he had a horrible game and the Sixers yeah. got blown out of the yeah, final they score, got like, they just ran out the building <laughs> it <was bad. laughs>
1: the, the it score was, was bad. closer the score was closer than the game
0: yeah it was not a close game it wasn't and i think
1: i put up the score now it was uh 106 to 94 but nah. Yeah,
0: it wasn't that close it was it nah. was really it was a really bad game and i think i think that on top of the missing games thing is what ultimately is going to cost joel embiid his shot at winning mvp but here's the thing i hope that's motivation for embiid to play his ass off when the playoffs
1: start. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. he should be motivated anyway due to the, the the heartbreaks we suffered over the last couple of years in the playoffs.
0: Yeah, and the, speaking of, man, speaking of, um, um, anybody in the Sixers group that can hear this or anybody in my Philadelphia sports room group that can hear this, yo, why are y'all sharing that Kawhi Leonard shot in these groups? Why are you opening that wound up for us, yo? I don't yeah, want to be reminded see, of
1: that. I seen that, and I'm like, yo, why are we coming up on playoff time? Why are you, yo? I don't want to be reminded of that, <laughs> man. You could have, you could have did that at some other point, way earlier in this for a reason. But come on, man. no don't bring that. Don't bring that energy. Don't bring that energy while we about to go into the playoffs again.
0: I don't think that again at all, man. Like, I'll watch a video on YouTube and they'll show like the best moments in sports over the last couple of years, and that will pop up. And I fast forward past it. I can't watch that, man. I can't. <laughs> it's 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 Joe Carter 2.0, man. And like, <laughs> Philadelphia Toronto. I can't do it, man. Don't show me that shit again. Please. Stop sharing that.
1: Yeah. Please. Alright.
0: Take <laughs> it down a notch. I'm gonna come down a little bit. Uh, we're gonna run down uh Friday's NBA scores, uh, discuss these playoff races, and we'll give our power rankings and get out of here for the you are listening to the freeze on fire podcast. And we're back with the Freeze on Fire podcast as usual. Our NBA segment goes last as we get you set to get out of here for the show. Uh, First of all, want to say congratulations to the soon-to-be inductees of the Basketball Hall of Fame, the 2020 class, which unfortunately did not get to have uh, their induction last year due to the pandemic. They are going to be enshrined. Later on Saturday at some point, uh, the inductees are players Kobe Bryant, Kevin Garnett, Tim Duncan, and Tamika Ketchings. Uh, Coaches Barbara Stevens, Kim Mulkey, Eddie Sutton, and Rudy Tomjanovich, along with FIBA executive Patrick Bauman and announcer Mike Green. Now, um, the 2021 class will be announced on Sunday, as the Basketball Hall of Fame is opening a new building. So this weekend, they had festivities uh, surrounding the class of 2020 and the announcement of the class of 2021. Uh, Friday night, uh, all of the inductees and their families were invited to visit the new Hall of Fame building in a private ceremony for them. Uh, Saturday night, obviously, will be the induction sunday the new building will open and the class of 2021 will be announced uh we'll we'll give that next week we'll give the announce, announced members of the 2021 basketball hall of fame class next weekend uh one other thing uh, before we get into the scores for friday night uh, i don't know if you saw this but uh chris Weber who uh, right now is a color analyst for the NBA on TNT, uh, is leaving. He's leaving the NBA on TNT, and it is effective immediately, so he will not be working the playoffs. And His uh, normal partner on TNT, Marv Albert, announced uh, earlier today that he is retiring at the end of the playoff run for Turner Sports. Marv Albert what? will be turning 80 this year. So, wow. I mean, it, it's 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 due for him. It's <laughs> due for him to finally step down. Hands down to me, best basketball announcer of all time. Uh, and if you grew up in the the 90s, Marv Albert is the voice of a lot of big time NBA moments that happened, he was the lead announcer for the NBA on NBC. Uh, so, typically Tipper Albert, yeah, see you, and I'll enjoy listening to him this one last time during this uh, playoff run. All right, so let's Man. get the Friday night scores. Oh, wait, Phil what?
1: Okay. Why is C Web leaving?
0: Listen. Uh, you know what? It's it's something that's been in the works for a while. Like I, I guess he just wasn't happy. But at the same time, listen, I'm I gotta be a, I, I gotta be objective here when we talk about things. Chris Weber sucks as a as a <laughs> color analyst. He he does. He, he's one of the worst color analysts in all of sports. I think <laughs> he's to me. To me, he's second behind Alex Rodriguez as worst color announcer in all of sports. Like, Weber talks like he didn't play the game.
1: Yeah, he speaks like, like a fan.
0: <laughs> he, he ran, like, he's just, he's a bad TV analyst to be calling games. Now, if he wants to be one of the studio guys, you understand what I'm saying? He wants to work at NBA TV as a studio guy. He wants to work at ESPN as a studio guy, which I don't think is going to happen because him and Jalen Rose are still at odds with each other. I don't think they're going to put those two guys together again. But if he wants to be a studio analyst, by all means, on the mic, calling games, please get Weber off the microphone. Unless he's (laughs) doing... Listen, the Pistons or the Wizards... For the Kings, want to hire him as a local announcer? He ain't got no business calling no more basketball games.
1: Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. All
0: right. So, so <laughs> moving <laughs> into the Friday scores, of oh, believe uh, it was the Sixers over the Orlando Magic 122-97. to 97. The Sixers finally clinched the number one seed in the East. I was starting to get worried. Four games left. It looked like they were going to blow all four of them, but they blow the magic out. Uh, They will have an opportunity to sit their starters in the season finale. Also, uh, prior to this game, uh, against the Miami Heat, Dwight Howard picked up his 16th technical foul, so he missed Friday's game against Orlando. Uh, Anyone worried about whether or not this is going to be a problem for Howard coming into the playoffs. When the playoffs start, everything as far as technical foul penalties yeah, they reset. Wipe it clean. Yeah, right. So you don't have to worry about that. Uh, the Washington Wizards defeated the Cleveland Cavaliers one twenty to one hundred five. Russell Westbrook twenty one points, twelve rebounds, and seventeen assists for the Wizards. Uh, <laughs> Nikola Jokic, who we have kind of outright said is going to beat Joel Embiid for the MVP. He had a triple-double last night, 20 points, 15 rebounds, and 11 assists, as the Nuggets beat the Pistons 104-91. to It was the Utah Jazz 109, the Oklahoma City Thunder 93, the Dallas Mavericks 114-110 over the Toronto Raptors, Luka Doncic 20 points, 10 rebounds, and 11 assists for the Mavs. It was the Memphis Grizzlies 107, the Sacramento Kings 106, And the Golden State Warriors over the New Orleans Pelicans, 125 to 122. All right, so let's discuss the playoff races as they stand currently. Uh, The number one seed in both the East and the West. Well, the Sixers, as I mentioned, clinched the number one seed, which means the Eastern Conference playoffs go through Philadelphia. In the West, the Utah Jazz have a a one-and-a-half game lead on the Suns, the Jazz magic number to clinch the number one seed in the West is one. So one Jazz win or one Suns loss, and the Jazz will lock up the number one seed in the West. As we discuss seeds two through six right now, currently the New, the Brooklyn I'm about to call the New Jersey Nets. The Brooklyn Nets are currently the number two in the Eastern Conference. They are one game. In front of the Milwaukee Bucks. Now, should those two teams end up tied for that second spot, the Bucks hold the tiebreaker tie and, yeah. and the Nets would move down to the number three. As far as the number four seed goes, now we got a whole big group of teams. The Atlanta Hawks right now are the number four seed. They are only a half a game in front of both the Miami Heat and the New York Knicks. Now, as it stands, the Hawks are four. The Heat are five, and the Knicks are six. Either one of these three teams by the end of this weekend could jump into that number four spot. In the Western Conference, the Nuggets and Clippers right now are tied for the number three spot, but the Nuggets hold the tiebreaker, so the Nuggets are the three, and the Clippers are the four. The Dallas Mavericks right now are the number five seed, and they are one game in front of the Portland Trailblazers. Now, this is where all of this starts to come into play when we talk about the number seven through ten seed. In the Eastern Conference, the Boston Celtics are locked in at the number seven spot for the play-in tournament. The Hornets and Pacers are tied at number eight, but the Hornets hold the tiebreaker, which means the Hornets right now would face the Boston Celtics in that 7-8 matchup. Both the Hornets and Pacers are a half a game up on the Wizards. The Wizards could, the way they've been playing lately, the Wizards could somehow sneak into that 8 spot and that would that would change everything. That right. that would change a lot in the Eastern Conference. I will tell you right now, if there is one team that the Celtics being at number 7 absolutely positively do not want to play, it's the Washington Wizards. Now, I will tell you this. Even as a Sixers fan, I'm kind of hoping the Wizards jump up to that eight spot. <laughs> because I would love for the Celtics to win the eight seed and the yeah. Sixers get them out of here. Now, the Western Conference is crazy. The Lakers right now are the number seven seed. They are a half a game behind the Blazers for the sixth spot. However, the Blazers hold the tiebreaker over the Lakers. So if those two teams finish tied, the Blazers stay at number six. And the Lakers, had the, the defending champion Los Angeles Lakers, will have to fight for their playoff lives. The Warriors and Grizzlies right now are tied at the number eight seed, The Warriors hold the tiebreaker. Now, why is this important? The Spurs are locked in at number 10. So whoever does not win between the Warriors and Grizzlies in that eight spot drops to nine and plays the Spurs. Which means, as it stands right now, your opening play-in tournament matchup in the Western Conference are the Los Angeles Lakers versus the Golden State Warriors. I am going to tell you right now, that is absolutely crazy. These are two teams that you kind of think of as being championship caliber, and they both yes. will be in the I know the Lakers don't want that. I get why LeBron is bitching and moaning and complaining about the play-in tournament because I think it, it – it's different when you're sitting at number seven and your playoff spot is secure.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's very different. But it's too late for him to bitch now. He was all for it early in the season.
0: Are, are one of these teams between the Lakers and the Warriors are going to be done. They're going to be done. Now, the fortunate thing for the 7 eights, and this, this is the other part about it, why that's important. The fortunate thing for the 7-8s, even if you lose, you still get a chance to jump in at number 8.
1: Yeah, you get a second chance.
0: The loser of the 9-10 game is done. All right, so let's move on to our power rankings for the week. And listen, a little bit of change, not a lot from last week for me. Uh, This week, uh, I have the Blazers in at number 10. Um, Looking at it, I had the Blazers. Where do I have the Blazers? I had the Blazers number eight last week. They had a. Up and down,
1: we, uh, I dropped them down at 10. The, list. the Knicks are out. Okay. Um, I have the Heat at number 10. Uh, I had them at number 10 last week. Okay. And I have the Mavericks at 9. Just like I had them last week. The Knicks okay, also so dropped got- out. The Knicks dropped out of mine and the Blazers came in. So, you you go I'll tell you where the Blazers end up.
0: Alright, well I have the uh I have the Hawks in at number nine. And I I have the Hawks just above the blazers right now. Simply because I I, I I did one of your numbers. The Hawks are have are having a good end to the regular season right now. And they yeah. jump above they jump they jumped above the Knicks. So I have the Hawks in at number nine. I have the Mavericks in at number eight, and I think some of the, i had the mavericks at nine last week so the mavericks bumped up one spot to number eight for me this week.
1: yeah i should have i should have bumped the mavericks up to to eight because they're finishing strong yep in fact you know what in fact i will do that uh scratch scratch the mavericks being eight i'll put the blazers at nine and put the Ma- Mavericks at eight Okay. Yeah, I'm, I want I want to do that. Yeah. All right, no problem. Because I mean, I had the Blazers up there because the Blazers, I think they beat the Jazz. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They beat the Jazz, but they lost. They lost by one to the Sun. So I was like, all right, well they they that that game, you know, it came down to one point. So I was giving the Blazers the edge there, but then I didn't think about the fact that the Mavericks on fire, pretty much. And I didn't, right. and, then, and since I didn't have the 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 Blazers in it last week, they shouldn't just jump the Mavericks with what they've been doing. So right. yeah, we're gonna go Blazers change that the Blazers for nine and Mavericks for eight. Okay. And then uh, uh, my number seven is the Nets.
0: Okay. Now last week I had the Nets number seven. Bucks number seven. I have the Nets number six, so all I did was flip-flop those two from a week ago.
1: Okay. Um, I have the Clippers number six. Okay. And uh, the Nuggets at fifth. All right, I
0: have the Nuggets at number five this week. I have the Clippers in at number four.
1: Wait, what did you have the Clippers last week?
0: All right, so if I'm not mistaken, now I gotta go back to it. I had the Clippers at number four last week. They didn't move. Oh, they didn't?
1: The Nuggets and Clippers,
0: the, the Nuggets and
1: Clippers are still four and five on my list. Okay, well, I mean they lost to Houston, so <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, well, I mean, for me, that's one of my automatic drops. You know, you know how I get you know how <laughs> yeah. I get. You you I lose to you. the temple. You lose to the Timberwolves, you lose to Houston, you lose to uh, uh, possibly Orlando, something like that. You're getting automatic, get an automatic drop, drop for me, at least one spot. I, I, I can see that. Flip flop that. We'll put the Nuggets
0: <laughs> in at number four, and we'll put the Clippers back at number five.
1: <laughs> so uh, number four for me is uh, the Jazz, and number okay. three is the. Number three is the Bucks.
0: Okay. Now, I don't like the way they played this past week. I have the number sixers at uh, – I have the 76ers. The number six. I have the, <laughs> the 76ers number, at number – I have the 76ers at number three this week, and I have the Phoenix Suns in at number two.
1: Okay. Yeah, I don't like the way the Sixers played this week either, but – uh I mean, we we still sold up that number one spot, so they didn't they didn't fall all the way off. <laughs> okay, uh, I still had the Sixers at number two, and I okay. had the Suns at number, one. All right. Jazz at number
0: one. Jazz right now lock down that number one seed in the Western Conference. I think they deserve right now to be at the top of my power rankings list. I don't have the Suns like I don't have the Suns that far behind the Jazz but the jazz right. are still the number one seed in the West. So that's why I give them the edge. right?
1: Now. Okay.
0: All right. Well, there you have it. Uh, that, I think that's the end of this show. You uh, so got anything you want to add before we get out of here?
1: I'm just going to listen to off season one more time, man. <laughs>
0: yeah. If you haven't, if you haven't listened to it, you know, I, I really suggest that you do J Cole really, uh, put together a great album. Um if you're in the hip hop you should listen to it. If you're not in the hip hop it's a damn good album. Um I don't really have anything to add uh, as of right now. I think I am excited that uh more fans will be allowed at the ballpark. Oh, oh there yeah, was yeah. one other there was one
1: thing I did There's do. one more They're going to have MJ and Duck Kobe. I don't think we said anything about that. No, we didn't mention that. We did we mentioned that
0: Hootie and inductees were. Um, yeah, I'm definitely going to uh, So I'm looking put that forward to PBR. hearing.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking forward yeah, to there's, hearing uh, there's that. gonna
0: be more there's gonna be more crying Jordan thinks memes by the end of the night. <laughs>
1: we're gonna have some I, new I, ones, I, a whole I, fresh I, new batch. Whole fresh new
0: batch, man. Um, yeah, I'm definitely going to check that out. Uh, right. It, it's going to be it's going to be pretty emotional. Uh, very, very emotional. So yeah, uh, I would say yeah, check that out, guys. Check out the uh, basketball Hall of Fame uh, enshrinement ceremony tonight. Um, one thing that I, I I didn't mention when we talked about baseball, um, the New York Yankees had eight members of the team come down with COVID. And these people were already vaccinated. Okay? So I want anybody that's listening to understand something. Vaccinated does not mean immune. You are not (laughs) immune from catching COVID just because you have the vaccine. I know that the CDC is saying these are the different, you know, guidelines that you can take if you were fully vaccinated. Please be careful out here, people. Please take care of yourselves. All right. That's it. We out of here, Sadel. We get at these people next week, man. Um, All right, bro. Have a good one.
1: Thank you for listening to the Threes on Fire podcast. We'll see you next week. Goodbye.